This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rachel Abbott and this is The Leader. Today we're giving you some bonus content taken from our business show, How to Be a CEO. An opportunity to hear from the most powerful people behind some of the world's biggest brands. This is a cut down version of the full episode. To hear the full thing, hit the link in the show notes. Find a new episode of How to Be a CEO every Monday morning. And why not give it a rate and follow whilst you're there? Now, let's begin. Michelle Humes looks like she has it all. A chart-busting singing career with The Saturdays. High-profile TV presenting gigs with shows like This Morning. Her husband Marvin was in JLS and has a broadcasting career of his own. She has three great kids. And here's the thing. Bath time doesn't care about glitz and glamour. But a mum has to care about her children. When I was buying products, I couldn't understand how some products wouldn't be suitable for newborns, yet I could use it on my three-year-old. And at the time, I would always call my kids my babies, right? So when they're three, when they're four, I'm like, what changes in that formula that now makes it suitable? What sort of chemical are we adding in this that's now suitable as they get older? Because for me, my three-year-old skin is just as delicate as my three-month-old baby. This is how so many businesses get started. When people realise the product they want doesn't exist... So they're just going to have to make it. Do I want it to be available in a grocer's? Do I want it to, where do I want it to sit? My feeling was always that I wanted it to be premium high street. I developed contacts from lots of different fields. And for me, it was sort of like putting them together and yeah, trying to start out this new journey. I'm David Marlson from the Evening Standard and we're meeting Rochelle at the Treehouse Hotel in London's Fitzrovia to get her advice on how to be a CEO. She made sure to get tips from her kids. My eldest, she does not mince her words. The first time the logo came back, actually, she was like, oh yeah, it's really nice. I like this, I like that, I like the colour. And then she was like, but why is there an onion on it? So I called the team. I was like, guys, <laughs> she thinks the coconut looks like an onion. And now I actually agree with her. We need to rework the coconut. <laughs> Which is harder, breaking into show business or breaking into business? Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. I'm sure equally, for me, business, I obviously started out in this industry when I was a kid, right? So I was in Escob Junior. So for me, that I feel like I've always been in and around this world, the entertainment media world. So for me, 
yeah, breaking into the world of business was, well, I say was like it's past tense, is <laughs> harder um, than, than what I already know, you know, for sure. So why do it then with all the things that are going on for you? What made you think, I have to set up my little cuckoo? Do you know what? I kind of, I always, I've always been quite savvy to my industry. I got to the point where I was, you know, face off lots of different things and I really wanted something of my own. And when I fell pregnant with Alaya, I really felt like I wanted to bridge that gap. You know, your baby is your world, right? So when I was pregnant, I was going through pregnancy, what I was using on me, what I was then using on her. I was really fussy about what I was putting on my newborn. And I just felt like the the gap really needed to be bridged from that sort of high street price point to like, I don't know, going into Selfridges and finding something that basically had nothing in but cost a lot more money because it was so good for you. So I didn't feel like there was anything on the high street that I, as a mum, was particularly happy with. And I'm such a product junkie. I have the most vast collection of products. If you open my cupboard under my sink, it just falls out at you and every other cupboard. Martha's not got a look in. I'm such a product junkie. So I knew it was always something I wanted to do. It's always something I was interested in. And it was just the way that it sort of manifested itself when I was pregnant and then when I had a little one and it was like, do you know what? This is my thing. So then that was it. I got to work and I have, as I said, I've had licensing deals before. I've had, you know, propositions where I've been the face of and, you know, employed to be an ambassador, which I still do for other companies. However, this felt different. This felt like for me, no, this is what I'm so passionate about it. I'm going to develop this brand and you know make sure it's perfect from you know grassroots up so yeah it was really important for me that that I had ownership of that and it was also important that it wasn't like a celebrity brand it wasn't a baby by Rochelle Humes you know I just want to build something that will live on that's interesting to me because a lot of people have celebrity brands and they put their name on it they put their face on it their signature on it but your product's don't. If you know, you know, which I like. And so I have people that know me that will support me are invest, you know, naturally invest in something that I would be behind. But I think if you don't know, I quite like that. And there's nothing better than I walk into a boots store and I can see, particularly over the pandemic, I, you know, or as we're all still wearing masks and I have a mask on and I'm just, I always go and have, I call it mystery shopper. I go and have a little nose and check my stand and I check that everything's as it should be. And um, there's nothing better than when I can see a mum having a little look, reading the back, having, there's nothing, nothing that fills me with more pride. And in the copy on the back in really small print, it says founded by Rochelle Humes, like right next to the ingredients. It's very small. So yeah, it's kind of, it's a really surreal feeling. And I think particularly because I've had to learn a whole new world, you know, a world that I didn't, I knew what I wanted. I knew what what I wanted it to be, but that doesn't mean that something's going to happen instantly. I've had to sort of get to know this whole new world of business and launch a business like two or three weeks before global pandemic hit. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about that, surely. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's been a big learning curve, that's for sure. You know, I've known contacts, you know, I've had several different contacts over the years. So I spoke to like, for example lawyers and you know I'm like okay so I want to do this so I've heard I need to like trademark this name and I need to and then I sort of come up against it a little bit because I'm trying to trademark the words my little cocoa which feature the word cocoa 
which Chanel had a big problem with me at the start. I was like, I'm just a sport. I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm going to rub it off like a tube. So I had to then go and pitch it to them and say, it's not a competitor, you know. And so there was a whole, as I was, you know, and that can be, that was after the first month, but they liked me and they, and they got it and they, <laughs> and they accepted it was not. A competitor. I'm like, it's short for coconut because we, we use organic <laughs> coconut oil in everything. Um, so there was a lot of that. And yeah, I kind of just sort of literally as that started from the ground up, I'd, I'd had like a licensing deal before where I did like a, a body glow range and the company that produced and manufactured that I knew that I loved their work and their standards. So I went to them and said, look, I want to develop a baby brand and it's going to, I want it to grow to be a lifestyle brand. Could you help me? I want to, you know, look at some formulas and I know they've got amazing um, chemists. And so that's how I started that side of it. So I think I developed contacts from lots of different fields. And for me, it was sort of like putting them together and yeah, trying to start out this new journey. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And then the pandemic hit. How did you keep going? We had a really good first week or two. And then obviously the news that everybody got at the same time, running every business, you know, working wherever you are, it was just the whole sort of wills fell off of the world, didn't it? Um, But yeah, essentially, when I first developed this and, you know, was considering where I want to retail it, if I want to retail it, do I just want to stock it off my own e-commerce? But actually, it would be really nice to be readily available on the high street. Where do I want it to go? I met with lots of different retailers and, you know, it was a sort of real journey and a real sort of me mulling over that for quite a long time. Do I want it to be available in a grocer's? Do I want it to, where do I want it to sit? And my feeling was always that I wanted it to be premium high street. And I met with Boots and a great team of women. They got it instantly. I've met, met with other retailers that didn't really get it and tried to remove certain products. And And I was like, no, this is it. There's nothing. I've developed it. It's definitely done. You don't have power over that. But do you want it or don't you? And, <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's, no, there's no other, there's no other way <laughs> yeah. this is going to work. And Boots instantly got it. And do you know what? I kind of had this really good feeling about the team when I met them. And, you know, they just really got behind it. And they were as excited as I was about it. And for some of them, it was like, you know, one of my buyers at Boots were were new. And they really had a chance to sort of prove their worth on the team. And I was there. It just was a really nice moment. 
And then obviously the pandemic hits. We were all like, okay, okay, this is all right. We, you know, how long is it going to be? Is it going to be a couple of weeks at this point? We don't know. Let's just, we'll, you know, we'll get out of it the other side. But I think there was just something that was supposed to be because Boots was actually one of the only shops that stayed open. I think it was like grocers, wasn't it? Supermarkets and your boots because it was a chemist yeah, because, because it was, it was a pharmacy. Yeah. So there was something that was actually like, do you know what? There was part of this was supposed to be because do you remember when you could run into a boots and it would be like, oh my gosh, I'm in a shop. And yes, I've got a mask and I've got my gloves on, I've got everything else on, but it was nice to just look at stuff. So actually people had really, bizarrely, the pandemic should have been the thing that should have floored us mm. like uh, not even a month into our you know, into our launch. But actually, I think people were really sort of investing in that time. You might have gone into Boots to get your essentials, but yeah, they were, you had the time to shop and it yeah. sort of became the time where people were focused on their phones, weren't they, and focused yeah. on Instagram. So they might have seen something on Instagram and when they went into Boots, they had a real good look at it. So I think, bizarrely, I think we sort of built up like a sort of core customer during that time, which, I don't, which was obviously never the intention. It wasn't anyone's <laughs> intention. But I think, yeah, weirdly, the stars aligned somewhere. You've got this product. You've it's been on basically a labour of love, and I want mm, to talk mm. about how it was created. And then it's out there in front of the public, in mm. front of people you've never met, mm. might never mm, meet, mm. and they're going to be giving their reactions. Yeah. Isn't that? I mean, is it exciting? I, I'd be terrified. Yeah, I think for me, it wasn't that because that's my life, right? Yeah. I make TV shows. Is anyone going to watch it? We think it's good, but is anyone going to tune in? From back in the day, from being in the bands, we've got a single out. Do people think it's a good song or do they think it's, you know, I think it's awful. That never really, there's always the worry there, but I don't bog myself down with that too much because that's always been my life. I always have to sort of hope someone's going to like it somewhere. <laughs> and I'm always used to that. So yes, you always get that sort of butterfly feeling. The thing for me wasn't, were they going to be interested in it? Because I thought, do you know what? I've got, a following. I know, you know, when I look into my engagement and who looks to me and my audience, I know a lot of them are young mums. So, I, and, you know, I know that there's a an interest in it, as it were. However, are they going to buy it again? Yeah. And that's always my thing. Like, they might try it once, like I do. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to try that face cream because it looks, it looks amazing and I think yeah. it's really good. But is it going to be good enough to um, get you know, until I get to the point where, oh my goodness, this is run out, I need to run and get another one. And I think for me, that's what's always important and that's what's testament to the product. Get yourself over to mylittlecoco.co.uk to learn more about Rochelle's company. And for all the latest news, interviews and features, go to standard.co.uk forward slash business. How to be a CEO is back on Monday morning. Give us a follow on your podcast provider and start your week with us. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.